Oh, dope. It's already like ready to go. That's cool. What do you mean? The, the two things. Everything is good. Yes, everything's going to be great this time. Everything is great. <laughs> this time. This time, yeah. This time around is going to be fine. We're not going to we're not going to fuck it up. I mean, we might still fuck it up, but it's fine. This this allows for more yeah. um wiggle room. Wiggle room to fuck yeah. up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Instead exactly. of instead of you being too quiet and me being too fine. Right. And then we can't do anything about that. Yeah. Cuz I dumb brained it. I don't even know if you dumb brained it. I think what happened is so so for the listeners, we <laughs> we we technically <laughs> uh, kind of already recorded this episode, but we fucked up. <laughs> um, so we have our our mic set up that we're borrowing yeah. from Blake the Snake. Yeah. Bless him, he's such Sweet a great Blake human boy. being. So he's got us set up with these nice, really nice mics, and the mics plug into a box, a X- magic box. I think he called it an XLR. <laughs> I think that's what it's called. I'm not very good with audio tech. That's not my forte. And it has like a gain adjuster on it and everything. I think what happened, uh-huh. why it fucked up is because when I went to go listen to the audio recording on the computer, right. I unplugged the mics from the box. Correct. But when I did that, I hit the <gasps> yeah, I hit the knob. Oh, no. Because I did that the other day when I was trying to yeah. figure out something else Okay. on my own. That makes more sense. Right. So I think that's what happened okay. is that I knocked the knob after I was like, yo, this is great. Let's record instead of actually looking at the knobs again. I mean, that makes sense, though. It could definitely be what it was because, I mean, th- those those things move very smoothly. Very easily. Yes. So, so I checked them before we started. They're both on the same, oh same God, now setting. I'm getting fucking paranoid. Okay. Now I'm getting paranoid. That's fine, right? What? It's all fine? No. Okay. I was about to say. Actually, what? Okay, wait. Okay. What? Maybe. What is your... There's a fucking ghost in this room. Had we, this was dead ass even, and now yours is low. Is is it low again? Because on the recording equipment, it looks like my voice is making less waveforms than yours. I don't know if now? that's just because I'm so far away. Well, now we're equal. Okay, it looks a little better. But now. you know what's fun? You know what's great what? is the fact that I have us set up on two different Ooh. channels now. I can just fix that. Yeah, exactly. So so that's we the... we double double made sure that we're good now. We're now. <laughs> Double, double, no more fucking trouble. <laughs> no, more, no more recording episodes twice. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah. So here we are. This is our technical technical round two. Yeah. But we we put episode. This was supposed to be episode seven, yes. but we were like, nope, no, no, <laughs> no. We, don't we need wanna. we need like a week <laughs> to forget to everything. forget, and then just let the pain. Yeah. Of we sat here for three hours. Yeah. Because it was it was a good long one too. So it's uh. Yeah, here yeah. we are. It's so, gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun and exciting and new and different. Some of the same, but yeah, it's okay. It'll Ex- be new for you guys. Except for that movie was not fun and exciting. No, I I pitched it a lot nicer. You did because yeah. we, that was our opening yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah. that episode. Yeah, and you were like, oh, like you hyped it up more than what it actually was. Correct, because like when you're sitting in a silent room with like noise canceling headphones in and you're watching it. It allows the dread to, like, creep in a lot better than, like, people talking. Wait, so what was the name of the movie? It's called Dreams by Akira Kurosawa. Okay. And it was filmed in 1990, so, of course, the special effects are 90s, but, like, if you're by yourself or you watch movies with people that don't fucking talk, but (laughs) it's me and I talk, so here we are. Um, (laughs) uh, If you're you're by yourself, it's scary, but if you're in a room full of people, people. it's not. Yeah, it was, I think... I could see that the Japanese music mm-hmm. could be a little mm-hmm. much with yes. headphones on. Yes. Because it was just, I don't know, I think it was just grating on my mental mm-hmm. 
tank yeah of just hearing it over and over and over again i'm like oh my god which is funny because like me because you hyped it up to be more mm-hmm. like i could see where you were coming from oh certainly of like the whole like the kid had to kill himself because he saw the foxes foxes wedding. getting married which right. was fucking weird yeah and then what was the next one? Oh, the the soldier. Yes, that one was fuck. Like even though it was the nineties, mm-hmm. and like the soldier, the, the commander having to tell the soldiers that like they're dead, mm-hmm. like go back. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Like I want to join you in death yeah. for a valor valiant thing. But yeah, that one got me. That one got me too. But and you didn't get to see. Um, I think the the next one after that one was gonna be the nuclear fallout one. Yes. Yeah. That one, that one fucked me up good. Um, that one was scary. I think it's it's Mount Fuji in red is what it was called. Mm. It was the dream. Because the way the movie set up, it's just a bunch of different dreams. And like all in a line. It's like an artistical mm-hmm. piece almost. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's a very artistically done movie. And I mean, it's good. It just... It's good, but when you have somebody who's, like, really hella impatient, mm-hmm. and then somebody with ADHD, me and yeah. Kevin were like, oh my god, like, we, we cannot sit here and watch the same dance for mm-hmm. five, because that's what it was, it Correct. was, like, almost like he purposefully played the same mm-hmm. motions and sounds over and over, like, the same scene for ten minutes. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's that, apparently that's art. Which, realistically... It wasn't 10 minutes. It was each each dream takes about eight total. Mm. But it feels like like, forever. Yeah. Yeah, Like in the film class that I'm in, which is why I ended up watching it. We were talking about in that particular week, how directors can bend your perception of reality and perception of time. So that was a great example. Yeah. Because it felt like we were sitting there for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. watching it over and over and over. And I'm like, what the fuck? fuck are we watching yeah but realistically each one is like eight to ten minutes which is crazy that's crazy yeah so fun fact fun fact it's a good movie if you guys ever have like an hour and a half to kill watch it it's not bad like if if you like watched a dream Mm -hmm. and then took a break and then watched a dream and took a break but we had already watched get out yes and then we tried to watch dreams Dreams there afterwards and it was like we were all like nope tapping out we're done Mm -hmm. and i mean to be fair it was almost like 11 o'clock so at night it was like 10 really yeah i'm old i get tired at like (laughs) nine it's fine it's fine it's fine you know you know what else is fine tell me all about it spooky stories Can't confirm. Can great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is my bread and butter, as it turns out. So spooky stories. I mean, it's not making us bread yet, but it it's can the be butter. the butter. Tomorrow. I feel like butter is more expensive than bread right now, so we should really like oh switch those. It's my bread. <laughs> <gasps> There's no way butter's more expensive. Why well, buy carry gold? Yeah. Which is like four dollars yes, a pass. <laughs> well, I mean, even then getting like a regular, like shitty Walmart four stick thing a butter is like 280 i want to say and bread's like a dollar right Probably. i don't buy bread i don't know i don't buy, well i don't eat well i do <laughs> i take that back i eat a slice of bread before i wait so yeah. um cool do you want to flip a coin yeah or do you want sure. me to go first yeah and then kind of how we had that order already yeah that works for me because the first time we did it we flipped the coin and katie went first i went first so i'm i'm content with just keeping that 
Let's hold true to that because yeah. yours is spookier and I want to yeah. end on a spookier note. Mine's yeah. like baby's first bullshit. And baby's I first bullshit. Make me, I hate when I like oh. put in all this like history yeah. research and then it's like this mm-hmm. one spot. It's like, mm. yep. No, I feel that. I, I want deeply feel to that. cry. Like, yeah, I want to feel the existential dread. Yes. Damn it. It's okay. Not. Yeah. The chair rocked. Okay. I mean, that's pretty scary if you're like in a room by yourself and you see the chair start rocking. <laughs> that chair would be on fire. <laughs> I, found, I found my wood. <laughs> <laughs> I thought um, there's a big like lazy boy. It's not lazy yeah. boy, but like the yeah. equivalent of a chair in our mm. living room. My fear is that it's going to start rocking. And I thought it did. And I was like, no, dumbass, you just got out of the chair. <laughs> like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I was having a time, or I was drunk. I don't remember. (laughs) Either way, you were having a time. Either way, it was a whole thing. Okay, so insert uh, coin flip here. Insert. I'll do the noise. Okay, you want to do the noise? Sure, sure. I'll pick. I'll pick heads because I usually. Well, the coin hit the floor. Uh, We're gonna assume (laughs) that it ends. Oh, it landed on tails. I'm going first. Look at that. Okay, cool. That's not how that works. Okay, not how that works, but it's fine. (laughs) Tell me, tell me your story this week, Katie. So I, Katie, yes, that's me. It is the person this, talking. Is it? Katie, okay, great. Is I am not is. I'm talking to first person. I'm going to be discussing today a mm-hmm. hotel Monte Vista, Ooh. Flagstaff, Arizona, Ooh. for the second time. Mm. Okay, <laughs> no mistakes, no mistakes. Okay, it's recording. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like paranoid as shit. I don't want to do this a third time. These topics are going to get just thrown out. I mean, that's fair. Or wait six months, either way. Just wait never. So <laughs> this hotel is found in Arizona Flagstaff. Okay. Along Route 66. Ooh. So it's, they already got that little spooky. See, the one time eventually maybe that we take a road trip, we're going to drive down that road and stay at the Hotel Monte Vista for fun. Mm, we'll talk about it. You I always say that. I, you always say I, that. I literally <laughs> always say that. It's like, oh, I talk a big game, but we're not. Hell no. <laughs> So in the mid-1920s, tourism was on the rise in uh, Flagstaff. So they needed more accommodations for the tourism. Obviously, people coming in. Yeah. You got to, you know, you got to get that hype. You got to. Right. You can't just say, hey, stay in my house. You can't stay in this (laughs) little like rundown motel. You know, you got to. I got a barn. You You can't really do that. Yeah. You got to bring in the money. So you got to put up the money to bring in the money. So in June 8th of 1926, Mm -hmm. about. $200,000 was raised to begin the the construction of the hotel. Oh, wow. Which is interesting enough because the Mm $200,000 in... In 1926, that's I did not. That's a lot. I did not do the conversion again. That's okay. That's a a very large amount of money. It's monies. I imagine. It's probably a couple million nowadays. Easy. Easy. So that money was actually raised by the citizens of Flagstaff. Oh, wow. It was not government funded. I forgot that. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So the hotel has still to this day um, was constructed with 73 hotel rooms and also incorporated a post office, Mm -hmm. the Monty V cocktail lounge and the local newspaper company at the time. Okay, so like every time I think of a hotel, I'll and like I hear they have like a bar or like a cocktail lounge or whatever. I'm like, I imagine something separated from the actual like hotel itself, like slightly adjacent. And no. It's just, it's a sketchy it's the place first floor. in my brain. Like the whole first floor. Have you never been in a hotel where there's a bar? I have. But like, I only think of the one here that like, it's adjacent from where all the rooms are and it's sketchy. Right. Because this is 
a sketchy place. So this, this, uh. yeah, we're not in like Nashville. That's we're true. We're in a tiny town, yeah. tiny city, actually. Yeah, itty bitty city, itty bitty city committee. <laughs> <laughs> So on New Year's Day of 1927, the mm-hmm. hotel opened, which was originally named Community Hotel because everybody everyone raised money. everyone raised money for it. But a okay, this part I don't this fucking nerd kid. A 12 year old boy won the con- naming contest for the hotel, and the hotel was named Monte Vista because apparently a 12 year old boy picked Monte Vista. I think his parents picked it. Yeah, that's what, what I was happened just because. Bodie McBoatface? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Trainee McTrainface in were Sweden. Two. Oh, was it? Yeah, there was also a Bodie McBoatface. Oh, okay. Because Trainee McTrainface. Hotel <laughs> McHotelface. <laughs> <clears throat> so, obviously, because it's the 1920s yeah. and there's a lounge in a hotel, people yeah. would gather around and smoke and eat and drink in the lounge so they'd be like meet me at the monty v and it was the cocktail lounge yeah so of course during that time period quarrels would break out Mm -hmm. it was you know fights and all kinds of fun stuff would happen at the cocktail lounge really stupid and when you said quarrels i was like did i say that right yeah you said it okay okay i was like oh god no you said it correct but my brain was like but they're in the middle of a desert how could there be coral reefs? Because I'm an idiot. So Okay, proceed. In the late 1960s, <laughs> the hotel was sold to a private investor. Okay, and it was public before that, yeah? Yeah, so I guess it was, okay. wasn't government funded, but it was still public. Well, I mean, it could have been like city government funded. Maybe. Not, not like federal. Federal. Yeah. Maybe. But it, they made it a point to say that people mm-hmm. of Flagstaff funded it. So it was yeah. sold to a private person after, after that. that point. Okay. So, um, fun fact, historic historical resident mary oh gosh costigan okay was the second woman in the world to be granted a radio broadcasting license oh, in wow. 1927 that's it was cool i think i've if i remember the story correct her brother ran the radio mm-hmm. but he got sick and couldn't do it anymore mm-hmm. so she had to take over i mean still for like the 20s that's very progressive that's very that's very progressive uh-huh. a woman oh my uh-huh. god so in 1929 she actually moved into the hotel into one of the rooms oh i didn't get what room it was but she ran a radio station called kfxy okay and it ran three hours a day so people would actually come to watch her host the radio show that's wild well yeah that's kind of cool though yeah that was actually pretty cool so i was like i wanted to include that because it's actually pretty neat yeah so another another fun fact but doesn't actually relate to the actual hotel itself but there's underground tunnels that exist underneath flagstaff that's crazy what yeah why are there tunnels everywhere so monte vista has access to these tunnels but uh-huh. none of the ghost stories really relate to the tunnels i wonder Just, if the tunnels themselves have some like spooky scary shit probably the fucking yeah. tunnels underneath a city yeah. probably so in the night early 1990s 1900s 1900s mm-hmm. a large fire burnt down most of flagstaff Damn. Where, unfortunately, the Chinese migrants were blamed no. for the fire. Something about their cooking is the reason why it started the fire. That's stupid. So. Maybe it was your kitchen safety. Or maybe it was just, Doofus. it's the fucking 1900s. Everything burned in the Everything 1900s. Everything burns in the 1900s. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's rumored that the Chinese people would use these mm-hmm. underground tunnels to get around Flagstaff mm-hmm. without being harassed by yeah, the locals. safely. But, of course, with tunnels and not being open to the public eye, you do things that you don't want the public right. eye to see. So other activities went down 
in yeah, the tunnels. Yeah, bad things, I'm sure. Opium dens, moonshine distilleries, and gambling machines were found in tunnels. Yeah, that'll do it. So that'll All do of it. those are bad things. Yes. Yeah, so that's it's just actually a short history of the hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's not nothing too nothing too crazy. Nothing nothing crazy. No, okay. I take that back. Something crazy did happen. I lied. Oh, I lied. So sorry. So the hauntings. Yes. So your ter your your terial. Stare. I believe in you. Fuck. I'm having stereotypical. A- yes, yeah, stereotypical. Yeah. I was like stereo okay. is not the right word. I'm having a stroke. <laughs> no, you're fine. Woo. The burbs are chirping. <laughs> the chirps are burping. Yeah, I was about to say, your your face is still symmetrical, so you're not stroking out. We're okay, good. thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, why is the face being symmetrical? <laughs> Oops. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, your stereotypical hauntings. Mm-hmm. Making noises, moving furnitures, moving furnitures, moving furniture. Making the full body apparitions can mm-hmm. be seen in the hotel. The telephone in the main lobby will ring and there's no one there i don't it didn't even say if it was hooked up or not it probably like that. there's a lot of phones that will ring that aren't hooked up so that's i hate that and then objects over all over the hotel will just mm-hmm. get knocked over so oh that's rude is there some sort of like demon fucking cat there <laughs> <laughs> just knocking shit over probably freaking cats so the first story mm-hmm. in the 1970s three men robbed the flagstaff bank rude. where <laughs> Where one bandit was shot during the getaway. Oh, super rude. The three men ventured to the lounge mm-hmm. right after that, after getting shot. Okay. To Monty V's cocktail lounge mm. to celebrate their success of That's the robbery. Ballsy. I just robbed the bank. Right? Two I streets just, over. Two streets. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yep. So the wound of the shot bandit was more serious. So mm. that bandit died. In the lounge, having his drink. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm bleeding. Let me drink this thing, little thin of blood. Yeah. So the 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 ghost of the deceased bandit is still experienced in the lounge. One yeah. of the managers reported hearing, usually hears a hello or good morning when they come into the bar and open it in the mornings. At least he's polite. And I know, which is really weird, a polite bandit. And a ghostly present has been seen in the lounge. Mm. So people usually equate this to being the gunman of the 1970s. I mean, probably. Probably the grumpy. I mean, like, I would be mad if I'd just, like, gotten a whole bunch of money and then... Died. Yeah. I'd be very upset. It's it's how it be sometimes, you know? It really is. It really do be like that it, sometimes. It really do be like that sometimes. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast where we quote TikToks. Correct. So that's all we do for an hour and a half. And then Blake's in the background screaming, What are you talking about? A TikTok. Duh, if you don't know answer. it, it's probably a TikTok. Okay. So in room 210, mm. guests in this room have been awakened by a spirit bellboy that knocks on the door and says room service. Okay. Does he actually have room service? No. He's a ghost. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to wake me up, at least feed me. You know what I mean? Is that your criteria? Yeah. If you're going to wake me up, like, at least have, like, a four-course meal set out for me. Oh, so four-course? If I'm, like, scared, I can just oh, eat my feelings. I'll give you rice and chicken. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, too. Oh, my God. So, when guests open the door, usually there's no one at the door. Mm. Though John Wayne Ooh. stayed at this hotel during the era of recording Western movies. Yeah. And he reported that when he opened the bo- opened the door, the bellboy was still there. Okay. Though he said that he did not feel threatened or scared by well, the spirit. Good, he was like, oh, it's just a little bellboy spirit. Oh, it's just a sweet it's little bellboy. Bell 
The housekeepers of the hotel also see the bellboy moving throughout the halls, and they say that he has... Ah, shit. I never wrote down the notes, because I was supposed to remember it. Red... A red jacket with okay. brass buttons and blue yeah. pants. Okay. Or, or, or reverse the colors. Maybe it was a... No, I mean, like, the red sounds right to me. Because okay. whenever I think of Bellboy, that's what I think of. That's what of. you think of. Yeah. And, like, the red... Like, it's not like a fez, but it's like a little red, like, pill... Bot- Is that what it's called? Pill hat? I don't know. I think that's what they're Candy called. stripe? The little... No, no, it's just, like, red oh, on top. Know. Pillbox hat, I think is what it is. Well, you said that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. probably. Yeah, that's I what have I have no idea. Of. I don't do hats. That's fair. So, I'll take your word for it. But guests that have animals are usually not given this room. Okay. Because dogs freak out. Oh, yeah. Apparently. No, I would... If I can imagine the dog would bark very loudly. Of something that's not there. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. In room 220 now, mm. a long-term guest was living in this room, and his name was coined Meat Man. I hate that. I don't like it. I don't know what it means, he but would, I don't like it. Well, I'll tell you what it means. He would hang meat from the chandelier in the room. And did not say, like, if it was a full, like, full-body pig or, like, strips of meat. It just said, everywhere I looked, meat was hung from the chandelier. Why, I don't know. It also did not say if he was selling meat on the side. It did not say if he ate the meat. It did not say if he just hung it up for decoration. Just meat from the chandelier in the hotel room. Did he, like, I wonder if he, like, threw it over the, like, metal of the chandelier or if he had, like, hooks on no, the chandelier? No detail. Meat That's the, so meat gross. From the chandelier. He later died in this room and his body was not discovered until three days later. Guests who stay in this room Ew. report hearing coughing and other noises from the room. So just the, just a high activity area. Also, the TV acts on its own. No. And guests have reported being touched by large cold hands. Why are they large? It's a man. Why are they cold? Meat. Why does he cough? Also meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I can't imagine the room is sanitary with having meat hanging from the chandelier. Yeah, no. Oh, he probably got very ill. And he also probably, yeah, died from whatever... He died in the room, so he probably got sick. That's uh, yeah. That's probably why he coughs, actually, because he was sick. That makes probably, sense. Probably, yeah. So Gross. a story actually originates from this room. Mm-hmm. A maintenance man who was repairing the room had turned the lights off mm-hmm. and locked the door after leaving yeah. and left to go get something to do yeah. work on the room because he's a maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. When he returned five minutes later, the light was on, the bed sheets were stripped and thrown everywhere, and the TV was on full blast. How rude. That's why the TV moves on its own or does its own thing. I don't it's like that. The ghost. It's the meat man. I really don't like that because you could wake up in the middle of the night to like the really loud staticky spooky noise. Like. Oh, God. Mm. That sets my teeth on edge. Yep. So in a different room, room mm. 306, two prostitutes were brought to the room and were murdered and thrown out the window into the street healthy. below. Yeah, I hate that. That makes me so sad. This happened in the 1940s, so... They were killed, tossed out the mm-hmm. window, and it never said if the guy was found or who, who did it, so that's well, just... Well, I hope he tripped down the stairs and hurt himself for being very the worst. So, guests report... Whenever guests stay in this room, they mm-hmm. report feeling watched, yeah. and they will actually wake up in the middle of the night being like, I'm being watched and can't go back to sleep, because they just constantly have that feeling, and it's so strong. I don't like that. Male guests report having hands placed on their mouths and throat. And waking up unable to breathe. What the fuck? Two painted ladies mm. are also reported seeing seen in the pool hall of the lounge. Okay. Do so they think it's like the same they women? They think it's the same women. Okay. So. Yeah. Because it was sex workers that mm-hmm. were thrown out the window and then painted ladies is also. 
Another term. Another term for sex workers. So. Huh. Seen kind of. So yeah. they just equate the two and maybe that's who it is. So they're seen in that room is. I wonder if they just like hang out with uh, that one fellow that died. The gunman? Yeah. Probably. Probably all hang out and drink together. That wouldn't be such a bad eternity. Get lit. So, <laughs> for you, I guess. So in room, Dick. <laughs> in room 305, a long-term guest used to sit in a rocking chair by the window. Okay. I guess she died there. It didn't. It didn't really say. I mean, probably. But probably. Long so, term. a ghost, ghost of a female apparition, is seen sitting in the rocking chair. It is the most active room of the hotel because the woman is so often seen in the chair rocking, or oh. the chair itself is just constantly rocking. Oh, I hate it. If the chair is moved, mm-hmm. the chair will always move its way back to the window. Always, like housekeeping that's, will move the chair and then to like clean the clean and then, and then forget it. And then, and then she's just like, some bitch, don't. I gotta move my little chair back over to the window. Weirdly enough, yeah. knocks are also heard from inside of the closet. I don't like that. You don't want some scratching? No, I don't want, you don't scratching. want scratching. I don't want knocking. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the sultry sounds of nails on plastic. On no. plastic. <laughs> this little plastic no. table we got. I don't, I don't, why? This one's a rougher one. What did she I, have in the closet? I don't know. Who did she have in the closet? She wasn't a nice old lady if somebody's banging from the inside of the closet. Go ask her. I can't. You yeah. won't let me. You won't go with me. <laughs> Bob's like, <laughs> like, what do you mean? I won't. Oh, yeah, no. We'll talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, you're right. So another, I don't, yeah. Okay. So the worst thing I find of this hotel is that mm. there are cries of an infant child no. from the basement. I don't like that at all. So constantly like mm. in the basement of hotels there's yeah. like maintenance and then uh housekeeping will do laundry down there yeah. and all that like it's stationed in the basement right. so there's constant reports of a baby crying from the basement no and the laundry staff there we go so maintenance and the laundry staff hear the sounds so often while working in the basement that it disturbs them so much that staff usually run out of the basement i mean to be fair i heard if i heard it once i'd be like you know i don't think i need this job that bad <laughs> um i'm gonna go get a priest and get a priest please yeah so you know, hmm. there's no explanation as to why there's a baby in the basement it's just there's no like reported mm. baby dying or what other stuff have you so just mm-hmm. the, there's just the baby crying in the basement and it's unfortunate so yeah. no idea why but to end on a higher note a dancing couple is usually seen in the cocktail lounge. Aww. Staff and patrons witness the dancing couple, and they are often seen wearing formal attire and heard laughing. Well, hopefully that's, like, a cute haunting. Yeah, that's more of a like, cute, like, it just apparitions yeah. dancing, which is super cool, and I'm glad yeah. to hear because I'm always so sick of, like, oh, yeah, there's this demon that climbs on the fucking wall. It's like, can we not have a happy ghost? Like, yeah. damn. Like, some sort of, like, because I know there's a theory that, like, I don't know what it's called, and I'll have to do some Google and put it on the social media if I remember or figure it out. But um, there's like a theory that strong emotions attach things to places, which is why more often than not, hauntings are negative. Just because, because it's the strong, emo- mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, I believe in that too. That yeah. the constant experiences over and over and over again mm-hmm. leave impressions on the environment, and then strong emotions, which usually, unfortunately, sometimes tends to be mm-hmm. negative gets imprinted on the environment so it's just on a constant loop yeah in the um wherever it's at in the in the ether 
I want to use a computer term. Do and it. I forget what the computer term is. Nah, in the, I'm sure Blake will remind us. Fuck. <laughs> There's a word. It's going to come to me later in this podcast. And I'm going to scream it. That's fine. So we'll just in the simulation. Ah, there we go. Bam. We I knew it was an S. You're good. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's that's what I think of. And maybe that couple, it was just such a happy time that it solidified <laughs> them there. And maybe they, they also came often and danced often. Aww. That too, so. Okay, that's cute, too. Because <laughs> repeated happy over time. That's sweet. That's fine. I like that I'm a okay lot. That. That's what I'm going to imagine when I think of the Mon TV now, is the happy thing. The not ha- the grandma that I'm concerned is a murderer. Or the baby crying in the basement. Yeah. Or the meat man. Yeah. Who is the meat man? Why? Look up the death records. I don't know. I'm going to have to, because I'm... Why? Why? What? Why would they let him do that? Is the next? They probably is didn't know. They probably didn't know. <sighs> I mean, you can tell hotel yeah. tell staff to not come up to your room. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the twenties, I don't think anybody was like, "I'm gonna come and get you out of bed and kick you out of the room." No, because everyone had a gun. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Here we are. So, all right. So that was a a, a uh, nice ending. Yes. And now I'm gonna ruin it. Before that, right. We have oh, yeah. one announcement. Uh, we do. <laughs> so we had one Patreon. <laughs> this is fucking. <laughs> we had one Patreon member. Yes. Uh, um, Sir Isaac Charles Wiener. Yes. AKA Icy Wiener. Yeah. He is a friend of ours. Yes. And when I told him that we announced him, he was like, can you actually say who I am on the like podcast? my name? Yes. So his name is Kevin, and yes. he is our friend. We hang out with him, and he is great. He's and a great human being. He supported us. Yeah. And he wanted to use... He uses that account to prank his other sister who does a podcast, which is Correct. hilarious. Really funny, And actually. his sister still doesn't know, and it's been like three years. Which is so funny, because I guessed it, like... Immediately. Yeah, as soon as you were like, hey, like, like I got the email, and I was like, it... Kevin, like, Kevin, yes. like I screamed that in my car. Yes. So it is. It's his name is Kevin, and he is he believes in us, and that's super awesome. So yes. thank you, Kevin. Thanks. So we'll give you that shout out. Ooh. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Don't ever say I did nothing for you. Yeah, you did at least one thing. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> oh my. I can't stop it. Can't stop. It is what stop. It is. Okay, Zoe. Uh, tell me what you are. So now I'm gonna bring bring the whole thing down. You're welcome. Sorry, everyone. I remember not liking your topic. Correct. At fucking all. Correct. But and it's it's a little bit chilly in your house, so I have my feet tucked up under me for safety because I'm a little I'm a little anxious to talk about There's it. There's a blanket behind you. Oh, I might have. There's to also use four the pillows around you. That is true. So you I'm at least cocooned in the safety of this couch. Okay. Um. All right. So this week I'm going to be talking about the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum in Weston, West Virginia. I just hate the name Trans Alleghenian. Correct. I don't know where they came up with that name. So the original plans for I don't even think I said this last time. So this is new to you. But the original plans for the building, mm-hmm. it was called the Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Then it was changed to the Weston Hospital. Weston State Hospital. I love how I said I don't like the Trans Alleghenian and totally glossed over the fact that lunatic is in the mm-hmm. fucking name. I wasn't going to say anything. <sighs> I'm a little slow. You're fine. Because I also work out in the mornings and mm-hmm. I'm a little dumb afterwards. Okay. Yeah, you're a little sleepy. It's fine. Yeah. So they actually used that name, the Weston State Hospital, throughout its, its entire life. 
and the current owner changed the name back when he purchased the property because it sounds scarier than Weston State he's, Hospital. He's so. not, he is not wrong. No, it's it's a pretty terrifying name for a pretty terrifying place. So Tell me how it's terrifying. Oh, tell me the history before yeah, we get yeah. terrifying. First off, let's, let's dive in a little history, boys and girls. And, so, and pals. And pals. All y'alls. Yuns. <laughs> I'm glad I'm getting you to sometimes say that. You're welcome. So it is actually the largest hand-cut stone masonry building in North America and is the second largest in the world. Dope. Next to the Kremlin in Russia. Dope. Yes. And it was called the Western State Hospital when it opened in 1990. It became a historic landmark. So it's always going to be around. And it's actually a really pretty building. 30 years ago. Um, yes, you showed me pictures. And mm-hmm. It is actually very big and very pretty. Yeah, it's really nice. It's it's on the outside. Gorgeous. Outside. Not on the inside. No, I think there's still like lead paint, actually. Oh. Because that's why it chips so bad. Because lead paint chips so bad. Oh. So fun fact. Oh, fun fact. Uh, yeah, it comes off in chips. That's why in the um, late 80s, or yeah, late 80s, early 90s, like children would eat, eat the lead paint, paint chips because it, because it chips so easy. Chipped. Fun fact, everyone, oh, if you're not old enough to remember that, because I am. So this building is over 24,000 square feet. Damn. Is, real, is she a big girl? <laughs> is she, she a big thick. girl? <laughs> Four C's. She's 1,300 feet long, and the walls are two and a half feet thick. Oh. So you can't hear anyone scream. I don't like... You could have just left that out. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I gotta set the scene, man. <laughs> It wasn't until the 1770s that asylums were built to actually start housing ill family members. Prior to that, you would just hide them in the attic or in an outhouse or any other awful thing that I'm sure we'll go over someday in a story. Ah. Uh, it was not, What? It was not good. Okay. Yeah, I not until recently mentally ill people were not mm-hmm. treated very well. Yeah, and, and in the 1770s they weren't. It Definitely. was just a place for them to be that wasn't your house and you could pretend they didn't exist. 1970s? 1770s. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it still wasn't great in the 1970s, in the 70s either. It's not okay. great now. I just wanted but... to make sure that we jumped back that far. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it was quite a ways. This hospital was a Kirkbride psychiatric hospital and operated from 1864 to 1994. So quite a long time. Okay, yeah. So what Kirkbride means, like being a Kirkbride psychiatric hospital, what that means is that it was a brainchild of Thomas Story Kirkbride, who was a doctor and crusader for the mentally ill. (laughs) Actually, he founded the American Psychiatric Association. He emphasized the importance of light and fresh air for patients. Yes. Just because they had something mentally going on didn't mean that they weren't people. Right. Which Not is solitary huge. confinement. Yeah, fuck that. As we learned last week, solitary confinement is not okay. It's not okay. So with his focusing on it being fresh air, light, those things are important to people of all ages, all kinds. Every hallway was 12 foot high. Damn. Very open, very airy. Lots of windows, ventilation. He actually was noted for saying those that are afflicted are not disabled from appreciating books or physical comfort. True. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was actually a good dude. He and other people like Dorothea Dix were going around to actually try and reform hospitals as well as prisons. Mm-hmm. So both to, of them To make were... them bigger, larger, and say, mm-hmm. 
that putting people in a fucking black hole correct where a potential demon can strangle you and murder you yeah yeah nobody is actually not supposed to no nobody should die in their hospital room from a demon okay it's not a thing (laughs) (laughs) so the man that was responsible for bringing the kirk bride model to fruition was richard snowden andrews so mr andrews intentionally created long rambling wings arranged in a staggered formation which would assure light being able to come in through the windows in every wing okay so just bright and airy literally bright and airy okay That was their whole intention in the the construction. Cool. Construction was actually halted at one point when the Civil War broke out. Prior to the Civil War breaking out, it was being built by prison laborers, just the general foundation was, and Mm -hmm. then the stonemasons were flown in from other countries like skilled stonemasons were flown in. Yeah. Damn. Okay. This bitch price. Okay. (laughs) When the Civil War broke out, Obviously, construction was halted because West Virginia. <laughs> Mountain mama, take me home. Country road. <laughs> so, of course, West Virginia was right in the middle of the Civil War. Yeah. So, it was actually used as a hospital during that time frame. The bottom floor, which was the only fully finished floor at the time period. And then the hospital was opened in 1864 to patients. It wasn't even completed. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. What? So that opening, it was only for 250 single patient rooms is what they had while they were constructing the rest of it. Okay. Construction continued for another 20 years. While there's 250 yes. patients minimum in that. Correct. Man, because nothing makes me feel better than hearing the constant pounding and grinding of fucking rocks all the time. Oh, correct. Yeah, no, that that sounds so fun. I can't even that imagine. That sounds so soothing and great yeah, to my mental health. Totally. That would not set my teeth on edge at all. That'd be I, the best. Your, your teeth? Have you never heard that? Set your teeth on edge? I mean, you say it and oh. I just let it go because I figure it's a southern idiom thing. I mean, I think, I don't know. I assumed it was something everybody knew, but it might be a Southern idiom. I don't know. <laughs> Probably just, if it's coming from you. <laughs> I guess so. Here we are. But you no, know, it's it's that feeling when. Oh, I just say it makes my teeth hurt. Like, yes, that. Like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sets your teeth on edge. Okay. <laughs> so the hospital was intended to be fully self-sufficient so they wouldn't have to buy groceries, stuff like that. It was intended to have a like it had a farm it had a dairy uh, it had like a full working water system um that's pretty even, cool yeah it even had a cemetery for when people wouldn't make it because during that time period people would drop off their mentally ill loved ones and never Return. acknowledge so people they would shit. get correct they would get notices when their family members died but nobody would, would show up claim them oh right which is why the cemetery was there because at least the people who knew them would be able to bury them in a respectful way. Mm. So it sucks, but it's it is what it is. So all told, the grounds were 666 acres. That's pretty. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. That's that's, ver- that's, that's large. That's a lot. That's a so, lot of land. That's a big land plot. Patients were given jobs on the lands, like on the on the. premises property there we go like they worked in the farm they helped uh maintain the dairy stuff like that to give them a sense of accomplishment yeah makes sense 
while, you know, as their mental health was getting better, they were able to achieve things that feel better about themselves, feel better in the situation. Yeah. yeah which yeah. was cool, but right? That, yeah, like productive yeah. sense of self-worth. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing the fruits of your labor kind of thing. It also helped uh, reduce the number of paid staff that were required. That also because, makes sense. you know, it's a big-ass right. spot. You need that. They only had one singular cemetery in the in the beginning, in the mm-hmm. 1860s. It grew into f- three full cemeteries Oof. for over 2,000 people Ooh. throughout its time period. No. Um, yeah. Un- unfortunately, it was, it was quite, quite a large cemeteries, plural. Patient levels continued to rise in and until the 1850s, excuse me, 1950s, not 18, 1950s, it was overcrowded with 2,600 more patients than it could handle. That sounds like my high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, you went to the high school, too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. (laughs) You had a bigger class than I did, though, because you graduated after. 500 of us. I guess there were around that many for us, too. It was a fuck ton, regardless. Yeah, that school was only supposed to hold, like, a thousand. Yeah, but just like prisons, they get overcrowded. 2,500 of us. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that uh, prisons and schools are actually built by the same kinds of contractors? Fun fact. I mean, it feels the fucking same, so yeah, I don't... S- they're I mean, both meant to house a large amount of people, so... I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. We both feel enough, like fucking prison. Yeah. I learned that in high school and was like, this is some bullshit. I was really mad. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not fair. Oh. That's not like you. Yeah, it does. <sighs> so... In the 1950s, when it had the 2,600 more people than it should have, that was more than 10 times its capacity. Oh. Right. Whoa. That's a lot. So during this time frame, any quote unquote non-normal behavior uh, was considered something that you could be put into an asylum for. So I have- Read me the list. A list. Read me the list. Um, people would even sometimes like, it was okay for men to drop their their wives off because they were misbehaving or they weren't acting right or they're hysterical, any of that bullshit. So, reasons for admission. This is a real list that we'll post with this week's episode. Holy shit. Um, I'll, I'll post this, the shots. Um, imaginary female trouble. Oh, God. Immoral life. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Laziness. No. Medicine to prevent conception. Birth, that's called birth, what? Okay. Yeah, birth control. Um, menstrual de- menstrual deranged. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. That is my biggest, like, you want to fucking trigger me. Yep. You're, me if you, okay, most of our demographic listening to this is women, so, like, every woman hearing Welcome this is going to be like, like, no shit. There's a couple men that listen. <laughs> if you, you if you were bleeding out of a particular spot of your body, yep. and you were having pain yep. so bad yep. it would put you down mm-hmm. you wouldn't be fucking happy either can confirm <sighs> that makes me so mad it's awful okay. it makes me upset spaghetti oh okay all right keep, all right keep going all right that's my that's my rant go You're ahead good my next one is uh superstition <laughs> we'd be fucked <laughs> <laughs> novel reading I don't know what kind of novels. If it was what like, I read, Mark Twain better go to the asylum. <laughs> I don't know. Um, overreaction of the mind, periodical fits, political excitement. Every mother, everybody, twenty twenty, everyone's in the asylum. <laughs> Shit, uh, it feels like that. Uh, political excitement. I read that one. Uh, hard study. What the fuck does that mean? Nobody goes to college apparently. 
That would explain a lot. Uh, desertion by husband. So if your husband leaves you, your family can check you into an asylum. What the What? Fuck? Yeah. Okay. Because that makes sense. Yep. Self-abuse. Which is a legitimate That's one. a legit one. Right. That's the only one that I read that I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, exposure and quackery. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that <gasps> exposure? means. Exposure and quackery. And quackery. Like, as one. Like, as one. Yeah. Like, that's that's the reason, like, that someone put on their admittance form I'm pretty was exposure sh- and quackery. I'm sure quackery probably means something different. Probably. Than what it is now. We'll have to Google machine it sometime. Okay. Um, female disease. <laughs> what? And then my my personal female. That's also called period. But okay, correct. It's just a bunch of different ways to say menstruation. Um, so this is my personal favorite list because it it just makes me kind of laugh. A it's lot. it's not funny that these people were no admitted because of God, these reasons. No. But the reasons themselves, aside from these poor people having to be sent yes. to this asylum, is hilarious. Yeah, like it's just it's so you have to laugh at it because otherwise you'll it's, cry. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I deal with all problems in my life. But really. Seriously, though. Uh, deranged deranged masturbation. <laughs> Second one. <laughs> masturbation and syphilis. Oh. <laughs> Why does a disease make you have to go to a fucking mental institution? What? Well, only if it's with syphilis, though. Or, excuse oh, me, no, with s- masturbation, though. Syphilis does make you go crazy, though, don't it? I mean, it, if, if it infects your brain, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. and they didn't have a treatment for syphilis, so here we are. <laughs> okay. Um, masturbation and tobacco. At the same time? Yeah. What? Okay. Seduction and disappointment. <laughs> I know a lot of men that would be there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't beat me to the joke. <laughs> you got him. Uh, masturbation for 30 years is my personal favorite. That's dedication. Yeah. Like, I'm just impressed. Like, is it, like, all at once? Like, continuous? Or is it, like, every day, dear diary, you, you, today is... <laughs> dear diary. 29. Nude masturbation. Like, like, I don't understand. <laughs> so, yeah, those are all lists, listed reasons why you would be uh, checked into the asylum. Um, oh, okay. Unless so. the person admitted admitted that they've been masturbating for 30 years. Like, how long have you been masturbating? 30 years! Right. Asylum. Or, or like, do you think... I'm assuming because it was, it was, a, I'm assuming it's a woman because I can't imagine any man would get admitted for that and whatever because the time frame. But um, do you think her husband was like keeping track? Like they'd been married like 30 or 30 or 40 years and he's like, wow, it's been going on every day. Like, I have no idea. I don't know either. I'm very curious and I have no way to get answers and I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Oh my God. Okay. So. As I mentioned earlier, each room was only intended to have one person in it, single occupancy rooms. At this point, by the 1950s, they had four or five people per room. Oof. The hallways were crammed with beds. <sighs> and it became so bad, beds would actually be doubled up on. So they would like have... beds. No, they would have people sleeping in the same bed in shifts. So, like, you and I would share a bed. I would sleep from six to... 12 and then you would get the bed from 12 to 6. Oh my god. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yes. Um <laughs> I was like bunk beds. No. No worse, <laughs> much worse. Um <sighs> So, by that point the farm and dairy that were supposed to feed all of the patients and staff, which would total about 300 people cuz you had like 250 patients plus your um 50 staff members, yeah, right? Yeah. That makes sense. Self-sufficient feed everybody. Uh, they're more than 10 times capacity, so they weren't able to keep up. So patients 
began to suffer malnutrition and yeah. other issues. Um, here are my, uh, some of my least favorite historical points. Um, the treatments that were administered at Weston Hospital. Can we skip it? Nope. Damn it. Uh, I had to research it. You gotta know about it. Aversion therapy for homosexuals, starting at the fucking tippy top. So if you guys don't know what that is, basically they would give you small doses of poison and then make you look at porn or suggested homosexual activities to get you to avoid it forever. <sighs> okay. That's nice. Yep. Uh, chemical castration for used for masturbation or sexual assault ah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, hydrotherapy. Which sounds nice. Which is not what we know as 2020. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh, It was essentially ice baths or getting sprayed with cold water and strapping you to a table naked in a freezing room. Um, And, like, there's actually pictures of when the hospital was in use of people submerged in just a big clawfoot bathtub full of ice with, like, a plastic cover over the top of it and just their head sticking out. Mm. Like, it's fucked. Electroshock therapy, which is awful. Um, insulin shock therapy was a thing, which I... What? I, yeah. What? So patients would be put into intentionally induced insulin comas. So, you know, like the thing that diabetics have that yes. they die? What? They would be put into insulin comas. Why? What the fuck? Who the fuck thought that would help? <sighs> <sighs> and then... The worst. Uh, transorbitable lobotomies. No. Uh, Patients would um, have an ice pick shoved through their eye and into different parts of the brain to relieve your quote-unquote hysteria. Uh, these were performed by a gentleman named Walter Freeman, who was actually known as the father of the lobotomy. Which pisses me off because nothing like a ice pick through your eyeball into your brain mm-hmm. makes you not hysterical. Well, I mean, it, it does because it... it destroys that part of your brain so you can't do it anymore well i'm saying like the prior you're being hysterical because you know an ice pick's about to be shoved through your eyeball and fuck your brain just sounds so fun so fun um so in his lifetime freeman performed four thousand lobotomies Mm. which would of course leave sometimes uh healthy patients fucked up even more yeah with lasting physical and cognitive damage this was also done to the more troublesome patients to try and lower patient levels. So just just try and kill off the patients. Yep. Hopefully. Because that's healthy. <sighs> so patients would also kill each other. Oh. Um, in one instance, I'm going to throw up, uh, two patients hung another patient named Dean. Mm. Uh, they used bed sheets. Poor Dean. Um, but when Dean didn't strangle or break his neck after several minutes, they put his head underneath the corner of a metal bed frame and jumped on the bed until he died. So, like, crushed his head with the bed frame. Yes. Ugh. And I'm not talking, like, the, the like, bar. I'm talking, like, the pointy foot. Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So, they jumped until the bed frame touched the floor. Poor Ooh, That one fucks with me. Um, some patients were kept in isolation for days or weeks at a time because we're still not to the point where we realize that isolation is bad. Which is upsetting because this whole thing was built to not do isolation, mm-hmm. and yet here we are. Yep, because at that point there were just so many people. They were like, "Well, we gotta figure it out somehow." Yeah, and this is not the worst um, asylum ever. Like, it's not great, but it's not the absolute worst. There's some other really bad ones. Um, so 
Some patients were kept in isolation. There was one patient who was a former boxer. His injuries rendered him emotionless and sometimes violent because, you know, brain shake enough, certain things are going to get fucked you, you up. Get hit, hit, you get hit in the head enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything happens. Correct. <sighs> so he got so upset because he was in solitary. He wanted them to let him out and they wouldn't. He got so upset that he attempted to beat down the metal door in his solitary cell. And he did. He ripped it clean off the hinges. Holy shit. And then left visible dents in other doors. So he just knocked the fucking thing off the hinges and then was like, okay, I'm fine. Because that's all he wanted. He just didn't want to be in solitary anymore and they wouldn't let him out. So he made them So he got out. (laughs) He made it happen. Female patients were often sexually assaulted by Mm. other patients or staffs. Move along. There was one man, uh, another another one, uh, there was one man that was stabbed 17 times and left in the hallway to bleed to death just because all the patients wanted to know what it looked like when someone died. Jesus. Yeah. Because now that's, it's getting to the point where there's not enough staff to even watch these people. Nope. So they're just kind of creating their own, their own things. Their own they entertainment. Do. There's even reports of nurses being killed. So even they weren't safe. Uh, One nurse went missing for two entire months before her body was found in the stairwell. So her body was found two 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 months months later underneath one of the stairwells. Yes. It took them two months to find her. Oh, my God. Keep in mind, all of the nurses and doctors live there. Oh. Mm -hmm. Where the fuck would she have gone? They lived on the premises. Uh, Apparently underneath the stairwell that no one used. Damn. Yeah, so that's fun. A report in 1938 by a survey committee organized by a group of North American of North American medical organizations mm-hmm. found the hospital housed, quote, epileptics, alcoholics, drug addicts, and non-educatable mental defectives was their, like, list of things. So okay. it's not just people who are mentally ill. It's people who, well, I guess addiction is still a mental illness, but... Here we are. Oh, this whole list of things. And they don't have them separated in any sort of like a healthy way. Yeah, it's just thrown in blanket together. statement. You're mentally ill and then you're all treated the same, which mm-hmm. all of those mental illnesses need different treatments. Correct. And medications and help, not lobotomy. Here's a big building. Have fun. <laughs> ah, lobotomy for you. Lobo- no, that's not how we do this. <laughs> okay, Oprah. Oh, jeez. A series of reports by the Charleston Gazette in 1949 found poor sanitation, insufficient furniture, lighting, and heating in most of the complex, which one wing that had been rebuilt in 1935 after it burned down after a patient started a fire, which... Because they wanted to see what a building looks like on fire, probably. Yeah. That one wing was luxurious. All the rest of them were still old and decrepit and not not taken care of very well. Mm-hmm. The survey reported patients were sleeping on the floor in freezing rooms due to lack of furniture, heat, blankets, any, a bed, any comfort, right. really. The once bright and clear windows were now covered in grime, which darkened and chilled the rooms further. The wallpaper was peeling from the decay where patients had either torn it off or just from where they were decaying because they weren't taken care of. Right, lack of, lack of, lack of upkeep. There yes. you go. The orderlies deemed the patients unable to be controlled and had locked them in cages in open spaces in an attempt to make bedrooms available to the less worrisome inhabitants. That expose published by the Gazette spurred a movement to close down the hospital. But didn't. No. No, it did not. Because hmm. that was in 1949. 
They published that. In February 1986. They finally closed. 40 years later. Uh-huh. Well, they started Shy the process. Oh, my God. It didn't close until 94. Oh, my God. Right. So in 86, the then governor at the time, Arch Moore, announced plans to build a new psychiatric facility elsewhere in the state and convert Weston State Hospital into a prison in 94. Because, you know, both spaces to hold a lot of people. Right. They decided against it. And then it was supposed to be turned into a Civil War museum because it did have the history from the Civil War because it was a hospital at that point. Right. So they wanted to turn it into a museum. That plan was ruined after the interior was damaged due to 20 off-duty police officers using it to play paintball. They irreplaceably damaged a lot of brickwork on the interior. With paintballs? Mm-hmm. 20 of them. Well, did that happen, like, obviously after the patients were moved yes. out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that was in 94 or 95. Paintball was around then? Yes. No, I'm being serious, yeah. actually. Okay. Yeah. 1994? Yeah. I was born in 1994. That's why I'm oh. asking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. It was. Uh, only three of those officers were fired for ruining important historical property. Just three out of the 20. Oh, how things haven't changed. <laughs> It was, uh. it was then purchased by Joe Jordan in 2007, and he restored it and started having tours, both historical and haunted. When he purchased it, he actually changed the name from Weston State Hospital back to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. So that's where the name comes from again. Cool. Like, where it resurfaced. Cool. So now we're in the hauntings. Finally. These hauntings Woo! are not good. I know it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Is I'm, it? I'm excited. I'm very excited. It's going to be great. So, these are just some general hauntings, and then we're also going to do, like, floor by floor, because I thought that would be easier than trying to, like, bounce around, because it's, it's a four-floor hospital. You just don't, so don't want to, like, shotgun blast? I mean, that's the plan. Oh. Well, 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 maybe. Maybe. There might be some, like, other stories in there. We'll see. Okay. So, general things that you can hear throughout the entirety of the building. Metal gurneys being pushed around. Through the hallways. Oh, I gave me cold chills so bad. Yes, it begins. You'll see strange lights and orbs, like full orbs floating around. So, like, you don't see it through the camera. Yeah, you, you see, see it with it. your eyeballs. <sighs> mm-hmm. um, you'll feel cold spots, like, that's in open rooms. Like, the fuck? everything should be the same temperature. Right. And then you'll just get hit with, like, a cold spot. And then you can walk five feet, and it's not cold. Don't like that? Yeah. There's shadow people standing in doorways. That's seen a lot, like full shadows. Um, they'll be walking down the hallways and in some cases crawling around on the floor. No, no, <laughs> no. Get your fucking quadrupedal bullshit the fuck out of here. I hate that. Yeah. No. So, and it's, yeah, it, it's in some places it's, it's like all four crawling, like four legged crawling. And then other ones, it's like that army crawl. Like, arm over arm, because, I mean, Civil War, Zombie right? bullshit. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, zombie no. bullshit. That's no, fine. No, That's a good no, way to think no, about no, it. No. Okay. So you'll see full body operations everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, like, the whole place, you can see them. Many people will hear their name being called, or will hear it whispered, when no one on the tour has said their name, and they haven't said their name. So whatever the fuck is there knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got some sort of, like, omniscience there, which is a little fuckety and I don't like. I don't like that. 
Right. Some sort of sentience is another word for that. Uh, hysterical laughing is uh, is heard from empty rooms. <laughs> so, like, you'll hear someone laughing, and then you'll look in, and there's fucking nobody there. Of course, there's nobody there. Right. And there's nobody there's, there. There's bars on the windows, right? So it's not like somebody, like, jumped the fuck out the window. Hmm. Fourth floor. Here we go. Woo. There was a doctor in the 90s prior to the hospital being shut down mm-hmm. that a spirit followed her home from Excuse the hospital me? and Excuse me? still fucks with her today. Still messes Excuse with Excuse me. Her. Ma'am? Yep. Ma'am. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Worst job she ever took. Um, Call a priest. Several, actually. That might be a good idea. <laughs> like a slew of them. A pack of priests, a pack as of priests. it were. Woo. <laughs> 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 Uh, so the first floor, we're going to start at the bottom because, okay. you know, for right, fun, it just gets bottom. worse as it goes up. Mm, uh, don't like this. Also nicknamed the Civil War Wing because that was the one that was used as a hospital during the Civil War. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the first spirit that is incredibly common, her name is Ruth. Uh, she was a, a actually a patient in the hospital. She was very aggressive towards other male patients or male orderlies, nurses, doctors, any dude she just like get fucked so (laughs) she's that same way after death Ooh. uh if she sees a man walking around on the tour she'll throw things at him like rocks that's hilarious um she'll like pull on their shirt um sometimes if she really doesn't like you she'll pinch you poke you or occasionally push you into walls (laughs) get him Some men will also hear, like, from down hallways or, like, rooms that they just passed, stuff like that. They'll hear her hissing at them. (laughs) I don't like that sound, man. I don't like that either, but that's kind of hilarious for me. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, So, you'll also see ghost soldiers in, like, full military outfits. Like, you can identify what they're wearing. damn. Run full speed at you. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. (laughs) Could you not? Please don't ever do that to me. Thanks. Jesus, fuck. A tour guide that was talking with another employee at night on this floor, all the lights stopped working. She went to go flip the breaker box on and wondered aloud to herself if that had fixed it. And she heard someone behind her say, nope. Get a bow to the face. <laughs> oh, man. I like that. Behind you. Right behind you say, nope. Like, now that didn't fix it. It was me, bitch. Like, no. But, uh-uh. but did it? It didn't fix it, no. (laughs) Fuck you, ghost. I don't like you being right and right behind me. Nope. No, thank you. Okay. You can be right next to me, right? Or in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, because I can see you then. Yeah, not the fuck behind me. Okay. All right. Cool. So now we're going to go upstairs to the second floor. The man that was stabbed 17 times died on this floor, and you can still hear him screaming. When a tour guide was performing a tour and gesturing into the room where he was originally stabbed before he went out into the hallway. Mm Mm-hmm. She saw a man leaning over the sink in the room, because all the rooms had, like, your full amenities, like right. bathroom, sink, whatever. Uh, she saw somebody, like, leaning over the sink and did a double take, and then nobody was there the second time that she looked. No. So, it's assumed that that was the guy washing his knife after he stabbed the dude. So, um, there were two patients who hung themselves from curtain rods in this floor, and you can still sometimes see the shadows of their bodies backlit by the windows in one of those rooms. Oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah, that one that one gets That's me real rough. Good. I don't like that. No. You can there's been an EVP captured in that room specifically of what we assume one of them yelling get out. So Okay. Mm-hmm. Nope. Cold chills. There yep. we go. Yep. Floor three. Let's go upstairs. Okay. Uh Dean was killed up here. <laughs> You can hear him crying no 
in the room where he was killed, or you can hear him sobbing. Um, in the nurses' quarters on this floor, which is this is where some of the nurses were housed, mm-hmm. uh, doors can be seen shutting softly or heard slamming. So you'll never see it slam. You'll only see it close gently, but you'll hear it slam. So that's cool. I don't like that. Yeah, that's cool. Either. None of that. There's an apparition of a nurse named Elizabeth who died in the hospital. Oof. I don't know if she's the, the one that was gone for two weeks or what. I don't know. But she died in the hospital. Okay. She can be seen doing paperwork at the nurse's station or running between rooms like she's either making rounds or assisting in surgeries, stuff like that. Some people have reported walking around a corner to see her full body apparition just nose to nose with you around the corner. Ugh. Just, like, staring in your eyes. That's a fucking scream. That's a big nope. That's a big brown pants moment. Woo. Floor four. The worst floor, in my personal opinion. Mm. Uh, there is a solid black shadow mass. No. That will slink or no. glide no. after no. you. No. Or around Excuse you. Excuse <laughs> me? After you? <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, he's known as the creeper. Yeah, you fucking creep. Don't follow me, you slinking... He doesn't just move around on the floors. He'll move around on the walls, no. over doors, no. and the ceiling. No. Yeah. Don't <laughs> say that. I hate that. Yeah, that one kind of gets me really bad. I don't like it. Because that does not sound like anything friendly. If anything fucking follows you, I think <laughs> the fuck not. <laughs> um, one paranormal investigation group was trying to chase down and follow the creeper. You fucking stupid. And when they finally found him, they pulled out their spirit box and asked, what are you? And the spirit box went, Damon. Yes. You don't have to fucking chase it down to know that. Right. Huh? Banging and clanking on the pipes in the ceiling can also be heard here and are attributed to the creeper as he's like clamoring, climbing over him. <sighs> don't like that. We're not going. <laughs> Ooh. Don't even. I wasn't going to ask. Yeah. The creeper fucks with me too much. I'm not. You don't want to? You don't want to chase no. it down? Hell no. Excuse me, sir. Can I talk to you about my Lord and Savior? Woo. Uh, no, I'm okay. good. Thank All you. Right. Fine. There are also isolation cells on the fourth floor, and EVPs have been captured inside of those saying, get out, followed by another voice saying, calm down. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah, double up. Okay, right, two different ghosts. Which I'm assuming, just just thinking about that logically, I would say the one saying "get out" is probably "get me out of here," and the one following it is probably a guard or yeah. not a, not a guard because it's not a prison, but or like an orderly nurse. being like, yeah. "yeah, calm down," because that's what you say to somebody when they're upset. Just <laughs> dump fucking gasoline on that fire. Woo. Lily's room is another place. Who Her- the fuck is a Lily? So Lily, who, who the fuck is Lily? There we go. Yeah. So her room is the fourth floor, which doesn't make a lot of sense because the creeper's up there, but there's... They're one of the same. (laughs) So there's this little girl who no one's really sure exactly how she got there. There are stories that she was born in in the hospital and died in the hospital. Mm. There are other stories that she was abandoned there because she was sick. Nobody really knows. Okay. She is the most friendly of all of the ghosts. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I would say and so. will talk to anyone and everyone that she can. She loves to talk to people. That's her favorite thing. She loves to communicate, play with people, like, just goes at it. Okay. She loves the flashlight game, which I know we've talked about before. <laughs> she loves that game. Oh, my God. You know who doesn't like that game? Me. Same. Okay. Uh, I like it more than anything else, but um, she'll play catch with you as well. She'll, you'll, like, roll a ball. Like, her room, 
I, I watched videos. Her room is just full of children's toys and balls and like all sorts of stuff. And the way a lot of paranormal investigators, when they go in, they'll go into her room and sit down and just be like, hey, Lily, can you roll a ball for me? Can you tap this flashlight? Yeah, like, you showed get me her- mm-hmm. a video and the ball was moving. Yes. In frame, the- no one was around it. And mm-hmm. it was moving back and forth. Mm-hmm. Not like somebody had pushed it. Like somebody was like rolling it themselves right. back and forth. No. So that that happens. A lot of people get a lot of uh, footage in there or like a lot of stories from that from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like it. Other people have left her candy in wrappers and like gone off to do an investigation in another place and come back and the candy is unwrapped, which is wild. That's pretty cool. So they'll leave a, like one group left an EVP or excuse me, a digital recorder, which gives you EVPs if I could words, um, left a digital recorder to come back and find the candy unwrapped. And when they reviewed for EVPs later, they heard a little girl say, Thanks for the snacks. Thanks for the snacks. Which is actually really cute. That's so cute. She'll also remember those who have visited her before and will favor them with like the same kinds of things. So if you come in and play the flashlight game with her, she'll remember you for the flashlight game and then expect you to play that with her. Um, That's her like more common way to communicate with you at that point. That's so cute. That's kind of sweet. Except you have to get through the creeper. Woo. That's always fun. Mm. Woo. So... Here's some more things just about the the general building because I wanted to sandwich, you know, the specifics in between the generals for funds. Okay. Um, because I only have a, a couple of things with like a, a few specific things that investigation groups have picked up. So you can hear footsteps of someone running towards you on some of the different floors. Okay. You might not see someone running at you, but you'll hear it, which almost is worse to me because if I can like see something like on the Civil War floor, you can identify it. Right, and you're get, like get oh, out okay. of the way. Right, but if you just hear something running at you, where the worse. fuck is it? Right, that's worse. I don't like that so much. In some of the rooms, you can smell very strongly vomit. You can see gross. Yeah, uh, one of those shadow people moving quickly down the hallway until it reaches like a set of s- chairs. And then it'll crouch down behind the chairs. Nope. And then, like, peek at you around the corner no, of the chairs. No, no, no. To see the if you're f- still there. The fuck? Yeah. No. So that's fun. There are groups of investigators that have seen shadows pacing in the hallways and, like, back and forth around and around in circles. And doing a spirit box session would hear no exit, which is sad. Hmm. Shadow figures will lean out of the doorways. And then when you acknowledge that they're there, will disappear. So Blah. when you're like, what the fuck is that? Just They're poof. gone. Ooh, poof. Mm-hmm. When there was, this one makes me really sad. There was a group who went into the room where Dean died and asked on, you know, doing a spirit box session, how did you die? The spirit box picked up murder, which it was. Which it was murder. Uh, and then when they asked if he needed help crossing over, the spirit box responded with perhaps, which is so sad. That's so sad. That poor guy. And that is the terrifying story of the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. That's fucking terrifying. It's a lot. Is it it bad that I do want to go to the fourth floor just to see that Hmm? creeper? Yeah. I think that's pretty bad. Okay. We'll talk about it. I mean, like, we'll do it, but... We'll talk about it. It's in West Virginia, so it's not far from here. No, like, I'm invested in anything you want to do. Like, I'm I'm down. Let's go. (laughs) It's just that me has to be able to fucking do it. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think I think whew, I think that one's hot enough that if we went there, we could potentially get oh, something. Oh, for sure. That'd for be sure. super awesome. That that'd be something. That'd be super dope delicious. It did. We'll t- we'll put it on the list. Yeah. We'll put I it mean, on the list. you know, we have a pretty long list. So we have a massive long list. Mm-hmm. But and speaking I'm adding of eating, to it every day. You're adding to it, and Ooh. then speaking of adding to the list, mm. on our website, <gasps> yeah, www.hauntherIBarelyKnowHer.com, yes. we put on the contact us yes. tab if yep. you would like to drop a subject. Mm-hmm. Please do so. That'd be and lovely. if we like it, if we talk about it, we'll give you a shout out. We'll be like, yo, this person, yeah, this pool, this human, this human, human, give us a topic. So. Yeah. That's that's up. That's so cool that that's up there. I'm actually really excited about it because it sends it to our email. It does. So. It sends it to our email. We will yeah. see it and then we'll be like, oh my god, and then oh, we'll hey. throw it on the list and put your name out next to it. Because there's a couple of friends that mm-hmm. have suggested some. We put their names on it already. Yeah. It makes it easier in the long run now that we have that yep. sort of uh, organization there. It helps so. us help you provide us topics yeah. to bring you entertainment. Agreed. And bring if you us just fucking horror. Yeah, if you just basically want to hear us like tell you a story a bedtime and, like, story get scared. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited <laughs> it's not I, one of my uh, students was listening mm. and he, he he like messaged me at like mm-hmm. 10 o'clock was like this is not a podcast i want to listen to <laughs> he was like it's getting a little late for this podcast is what he said yeah no don't don't do it at night unless you're very very brave or you just you don't believe it yeah and you find it funny too. i don't yeah. know that too i'd be down for that uh also if any of you all like it's not just like ghosty stuff if you guys want to talk about uh want us to talk about like conspiracy theories or aliens or stuff like that or like a paranormal mm-hmm. topic yeah some sort of paranormal thing but those things yeah shoot just whatever there. throw something out there and yeah. if we, we if we bite we'll do it yeah can't confirm 10 out of 10 so you can also follow us on our social medias yes what's the handle h-h-i-b-k-h podcast on instagram or twitter yes we're posting stuff there. Fun stuff. Yeah. Lots things. of fun stuff. Interacting things. We're going to also um, start posting pictures mm-hmm. of what we're talking about during yeah. the podcast. So. Correct. So, like, you'll get a picture probably of the... The list. Yeah. We're going to post the list. Yeah. We definitely have to post the list because that's just wild. Wild. So, that'll be fun. fun stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning in on episode eight. Wow, it's eight already. Eight God, already. You're still here. I'm so proud. Me? Surprised. No, the, the listeners oh. are still here. Uh. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> this is still happening. Okay. This is so, great. Until next time. Yeah. Stay Haunt spooky, nerds. Her. I barely know her. Whoops. I'll try that again. <laughs> Haunt her. I barely know her. Good job. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Bye.